0: This is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Rebecca Zung. Rebecca is a top 1% attorney, narcissist negotiation expert, best selling author, and media personality. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love you're what you're up to. Thank you. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where you are from?
1: Uh, Where am I from? I grew up in the Washington DC area, Northern Virginia, McLean, Virginia. Uh, Practiced law in Florida for a really long time. I split my time now between Florida, I spend time in California. Um, Travel, uh, uh, you know, without COVID. I I used to travel around a lot, Um, but mostly Florida, California these days.
0: I love it. And what inspired you to become an attorney?
1: Uh, Really, I had gotten married at 19 the first time. I had three kids by the time I was 22. I finished college. I was teaching in inner city elementary school. I got divorced and I had three little kids and I was still in my 20s and I was making $26,000 a year teaching um, elementary school and public school. And I was like... I got to figure out how to put food on my kids' table and a roof over their heads, and I'm not doing it on $26,000 a year as a single mom. And um, I was living in South Florida at the time, and University of Miami had a night program, uh, which they don't even have anymore. But I was uh, fortunate enough to get into their night program. and. Um somehow I bootstrapped my way through that thing and uh, fully on student loans. Uh, and that's how I did it. Uh, totally as a single mom, I was able to put myself through law school and that's what I ended up doing. I, I did it really because I saw it as a way out to be able to provide a life for my kids.
0: I love it. And at what moment did you transition to also being a narcissist negotiation expert? Uh, that's actually a very recent,
1: very recent transition. I, uh, I, While I was still in law school, I got a job as a uh, family law attorney. I mean, I, I was um, happened to get a job with two family law attorneys who were very, very good. Um, I was very lucky to um, intern under Top family law attorneys who really, really knew their craft. Family law, you know, there's like a low end type of family law, and then high end family law is a very, very specialized type of family law. So, you know, there's trust issues, tax issues, business valuation issues. And um, I was very fortunate to be able to intern under very high end type of family law attorneys who were, you know, billionaires, celebrities. And I came up through the ranks that way. Uh, Eventually went out on my own, started my own firm, and wrote my first book, which was Breaking Free. Then I started doing some media appearances that way, Um, and a couple of years ago decided I wanted to do more um, creative types of things. I really kind of figured out that I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I loved building my practice. I didn't love so much the day-to-day. running cases, built you know running the firm, all that sort of thing. so I wanted to do more creative kinds of things. So I merged my practice with two other guys and um, wrote my second book Negotiate like you Matter. Um, just last year started doing some YouTube videos. I realized about maybe two years ago, year and a half ago, that I was dealing with two narcissists in my own life. I had been speaking on negotiation for many, many years. I had written a book on negotiation. I had been the keynote speaker for negotiation at the American Bar Association. This is something that I had really, really honed my skills on for a very long time. But it wasn't until um, somebody had pointed out to me that I was dealing with a narcissist in my business life, um, n- not in my law practice, but in a, a small um, side business that I had um, kind of very, so- very small business that I'd sort of done for a little bit. Um, and um, also in, in our extended family that I realized that what a narcissist really was. And I started voraciously reading everything I could on narcissism and that was when I started realizing I could apply what I was learning about narcissism to what I had um, already learned about negotiating. And so at the time I was really still practicing law on a regular basis and I started applying it to my cases and I actually started to see movement in my cases. And I thought, oh my God, this stuff really works. This is working. Um, And so I just started doing some YouTube videos on it. I started to develop a course on it. And that was just actually um, pretty recently, about a year and a half ago, and my life has exploded since then. Um, I found the secret
0: sauce. I love it. Now tell us more about some of the patterns that you're seeing in regards to narcissistic character traits.
1: Well, I mean, narcissists are actually, even though they're heinous to deal with, they're actually not that difficult to understand. Um, They're really pretty much like rats in a maze. Um, They only are after one thing at all times, and that is narcissistic supply, um, which is anything that feeds their ego. They just need that constant external validation. Because they don't have any internal sense of self, so they're they're very fragile inside. They're they're really the most insecure people that you can possibly imagine, um, and so they're they're very fragile. They they have like narcissistic injury. They can very easily be triggered. So you kind of have to tiptoe around them a lot of times, and so you have to. Um, come up with strategy and leverage that um, really, pretty much um, takes all of that into account. Um, so it's it's, you know, normal people, regular people are driven and motivated by many different things. You know some people it's children, some people it's money, some people it's their home, some people it's their career. You know, most people are driven and motivated by a lot of different things. With narcissists, it's really only just the one thing. It's anything that feeds their ego. But within that, there's definitely a
0: hierarchy. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, can you tell us more about your books?
1: Um, So I have two books. One came out in 2013 and one came out in 2019. In 2013, my first book was Breaking Free, a Step-by-Step Divorce Guide. And that is broken up into three different sections. So it's emotional freedom, physical freedom, and then spiritual freedom. And it's broken up into 45 days, um, 45 different chapters, like small chapters. Um, And, um, you know, I kind of figured out, oh, people aren't. Um, you know, ha- trying to get emotional freedom or physical freedom, the actual divorce part, or the spiritual freedom at different times. It's kind of all happening at the same time. You know, I always say that the divorce paradox is that at the worst, most horrible time of your life, you're trying to make the most critical decisions of your life about all the things that mean the most to you, you know, about your money, your home, your children, your you know it's like uh, all the lists that um, you know name the most stressful things that could possibly ever happen to you, divorce is like right up at the top and yet you have to make these critical decisions. And so um, you know I dress in there are all the most important, Emotions, you know, fear and anger and resentment and all of that, and how to deal with that. And then the middle section, which I, is the physical part of divorce, I actually address kind of the legal stuff without giving actual legal advice because obviously it's, you know, it's kind of different for every state or um, even different countries. But every single divorce has the same elements to it, whether it's Um, it doesn't matter if you're in Timbuktu or if you're in Iowa, you know, you're dealing with property, you're dealing with children. You know, so there are definitely universal aspects to every single divorce that you, um, you know, you can address, um, and then the spiritual aspect of divorce. And I don't, I don't go into religion per se, but I go into, you know, making sure you find time for finding your passion and laughter and eating healthily and getting enough sleep and you know just feeding your spirit um, because that's really, really important too. So that's that's the first book. Um, and then the negotiation book is, uh, you know, uh, really specifically on
0: negotiation. Tell us a little bit more about that book, Negotiate Like You
1: Yeah, so I Negotiate Like You Matter, and MATTER is the acronym for um, how to negotiate. Um, and I've kind of, you know, sort of shifted more into S.L.A.Y. It's it's kind of the same um, um, methodology, but um I, the reason I called it negotiate like you matter is because, um, at our core, as human beings, all people want to feel seen, heard, and know that they matter. Um, I don't really go into narcissism per se, I do kind of mention narcissism a little bit. Um, I'm actually in the process of. Writing a book now specifically on narcissists, but at the time um, that I wrote this book, I wasn't really focusing on narcissists, it was more on negotiating in general. But um, it's, um, you know, I take you through the methodology kind of the inside out that, you know, my value M stands for my value is defined by me, and meaning that you and you alone define your value. And I kind of take it from there. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you go through all the different, um, aspects of negotiating where you have to, you know, analyze your research and go through, um, you know, doing your research, your research, do the research for the other side, you know, tackling the hard issue second, like, you know, try to like, um, do, do some, like whatever the, the, the simplest issues are first, like have some momentum, um, you know, uh, looking at your um, emotions and, and keeping your emotions in check and, um, you know, recording um, any agreements in writing, you know, so like I take you through like I have matter as like the acronym um, for how to do it. And I throw in some fun stuff in there, too. I have some body language stuff in there and like where to actually um, uh uh, act, do the negotiation should it be your place should it be their place should there be a neutral location I tackle um, like some colors you know I kind of go through some analysis of colors I I go through embedded commands you know it's pretty detailed actually it's a it's a great book um, for those of you who want to check it out
0: I love it now tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life
1: Oh gosh, I mean, I've had to overcome a lot of different challenges in my life. I mean, you know, first of all, I was definitely bullied as a kid um, for being Chinese. And, um, you know, I talk about that a lot um, on my channel, as um, you know, my YouTube channel. I'm pretty open about that. I mean, it's something I had a lot of shame about as a kid, you know, as an adult. Um, you know, it's only recently that I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna give that them, those people any power anymore. I'm like just gonna like come right out and talk about it because it's like what what is the shame about that? Like it wasn't me, it was like them. Um, because I'm half Chinese and so I was bullied for being half Asian and um, you know, like my middle name is a Chinese middle name and you know, it's Yukong and so like the other kids would be like, oh, what's your middle name? Is it King Kong? Is it like, you know, like kids can be like super mean. And so like at the time that I was a kid, like I just wanted to be like, I wanted to have blonde hair and I wanted my middle name to be Marie. And I just wanted to be like other kids. And, you know, I didn't want to be mixed, you know, I just wanted to be like every other kid. Um, And then as I grew up and I started to realize like, what is wrong with being, you know, different and, and like everybody can, you know, has their own um, unique um, special qualities about them. And we're all meant to be here. And we, you know, and if you think about how many uh, sperm and how many eggs and like, you know, the, the likelihood that one finds the other way, like, and that there's never been another you in the history of of yous, you know, ever in history, and there's not another you now, and there never will be. Like, we're meant to be here, and like, stop beating yourself up, you know, over it, right? Like, we are all meant to be here, and embrace that. Um, and you know, like, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. Um, and don't let kids on the playground dictate your value in this world.
0: Very inspiring. Now what would you tell someone that is going through being bullied right now?
1: Yeah, I would tell them all of those things, you know. I mean, don't don't let those people define you because you know, bullies on the playground grow up to be narcissists in grown-up life. I mean, it's it's narcissists are really just big bullies, and the reason why they treat people like that is because they have no sense of self for themselves, and they go around and treating people like that because that's what they feel like they have to do in order to feel good about themselves,
0: right? Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Gosh, you know, I mean,
1: the more you can do for others, you know, I mean, you were talking to me earlier before we got on here about, you know, your story and like, look at all that you're doing to, um, you know, use your story to help others, right? And like, I've had to deal with n- narcissists in my own life. And even though it was horrible, um, you know, and ugh, absolutely one of the worst hells I've ever had to deal with. And, you know, like one of the ones I had to deal with was in a business situation. And it was absolutely awful. I mean, I can't even describe how awful, and yet I wasn't even married to this person, and it was awful. I can't imagine being married to to one, um, and yet had I not gone through that experience, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And so, and I know that I've helped so many people, and so you know you can take your story and you can turn your pain into purpose, and use it to help others and you know, whoever you are, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I remember when I first started doing YouTube videos, like I would get like, you know, 20 views or something. And I I know it was definitely only my mom and her like friends in her church group, like um, for sure. Um, and um, I had like one video that was how to Negotiate with a Narcissist, right? All the other videos had, like, 20 views. But How to Negotiate with a Narcissist got, like, 600. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should make more of that one. You know, like, because I just figured, okay. You know, and I remember, like, thinking, nobody's watching. Nobody's going to watch these videos. What am I doing? This is so stupid. And yet, here I am now, and I get, like, almost 2 million views a month on my channel. So it's, you know, you never think that what you're doing, it isn't going to matter because it, it it will.
0: I love it. Such an inspiration. Thank you, Rebecca. Now, where can the audience find you?
1: Well, definitely my YouTube channel and um, grab my free Crush My Negotiation. Oh, did I write that wrong? Oh, no, I didn't. Um, yes, yeah, so there should be a queue on the end of that right there. So, yeah. Um, uh, YouTube.com. Yeah, there it is. Um, YouTube.com Rebecca's Zong um, ESQ. Um, and then um, the winmynegotiation.com is a free Crush My Negotiation Um, prep worksheet. If anybody wants it, it's a free ebook. Basically it's a um, 15 page worksheet for anybody who wants to learn how to
0: negotiate. So I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to subscribe to Rebecca's YouTube channel. That's Rebecca Zung ESQ. And then also check her out on her website. That's winmynegotiation.com. And Rebecca, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a great day.